Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, the IVF podcast that is still an IVF podcast, even though we have done IVF. Does that make sense? I don't know. (laughs) We have a baby now. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Hi. Hello. Uh, Bienvenue (laughs) to Massachusetts. Which is a weird thing. They have that on all the Massachusetts signs when you're driving. Don't you think that's from in the, from the north? I believe it's from French the Quebecians. Yeah, yeah. So we're just like, <laughs> I love that we're just uh, positioning our welcome signs uh, strategically. Mm, indeed. <laughs> oh, Massachusetts, we miss you. I do. Dory's lukewarm on the whole thing. <laughs> anyway, she's from Brookline. I'm from Lowell. This is the first time listening to the podcast. What? Why? Anyway. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everyone. Um, what do you want to know? Update? Oh, let's give you an update. We have had quite a week. It's been a week of uh, since we last spoke to you. We're recording again on Sunday. It's 7.15 p.m. Uh, Dory and I, first of all, happy Mother's Day to Dory. Thank you, Matt. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. We know uh, what a hard time it can be for those of you who are still listening to this podcast and uh continuing your quest of being mothers and for those of you who and those of you who have lost mothers, your mothers those of you who uh have difficult relationships yeah. with your mothers just a howdy happy mother's day we see you mary myra happy mother's day robbie steinberg happy mother's day um so yeah where do we begin let's see i'm noticing some similarities between Bo, our first son the dog and henry our second son the human. Really? Yeah. Like what? Tricking us into thinking they're easygoing, fun people. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's just that 
the first few days of Henry's life, he did sleep a lot. Yeah, first few days of Henry Henry's life, he slept as much as you read about. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, babies, just sleep. Uh, and then Henry's life took a turn for the hungry. Yeah, which we didn't quite put together. Well, yeah. I was, so, at our first doctor's appointment, the pediatrician told us to keep, I should keep, since I was breastfeeding, that I should keep breastfeeding exclusively until he was two weeks old. Um, And then we could introduce a bottle. So, I kept exclusively breastfeeding, and he seemed content. He was eating. He often ended his meals with, you know, milk coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I have flat nipples, so I've been using nipple shields, but it didn't seem to be a problem. Cut to our late our our doctor's appointment on Tuesday when he was theoretically supposed to be back to his birth weight. Mm-hmm. And he had only gained an ounce from his previous appointment the week before. Yeah. And he was not back to his birth weight. Um, and then we... I'd like to get back to my birth weight. That would be very small. Ah, 10 pounds of mat. <laughs> um, we realized that he was not getting enough from the breast and that I was going to have to pump. Um, and we were going to have to do some bottle feeding. Mm-hmm. So, fine. So, I start pumping. We start feeding from the bottle. Um, Then on Friday, we had another weight check and an appointment with a lactation consultant. Mm -hmm. Um, The lactation consultant kind of confirmed what we already suspected. My suspicion, um, and I assume Dory's as well, was that he, uh, while getting plenty of milk out of mom, was not getting uh, it... uh, as in, a, in as much of a bounty as he'd like in a given feeding, and not as efficiently as he. Yeah, so we're because doing he wasn't getting it directly 15, from the nipple. Twenty minutes on a boob, you're thinking, wow, it's, it's probably got so much in him. But uh, you know, him at fifteen twenty minutes of inefficient uh, sucking was not getting enough. So I was always like, well, why can't we just also supplement and feed him with a bottle too? Um, Dora's like, well, we got to talk to the doctor lactation consultant we're all all love all the stuff's lined up hoping for some answers and uh when we finally saw the lactation consultant she sort of said exactly what we were just talking about um she also like tried to she tried to get him on directly on the boob and it didn't work um and she she was sort of like well you like you should keep trying to get him on the boob and I was like, well, how long should we try for? And she said, like, three months. She's like, well, there's no real answer. It could be, you know, I know one woman who had twins and picked one up in the shower and six months in, she just latched on. I was like, okay. Yeah. And I was sort of like, huh, okay. Well, he he was, like, miserable when we were trying to get him directly on the boob. He was getting really frustrated. Yes. Um, and it just seemed like a lot to ask of both of us to do for months. Agreed. Um, so. But we're not against still trying. We, you know, we'll still yeah. try. If he's not so fussy hungry. Yeah. We'll like pop a, pop a shield off and give yeah. him a whirl. But, you know. But in the meantime, um, to kind of like save our sanity, we are mixing some, I'm still feeding him on the boob. Yeah. I'm still pumping, and we're also mixing some formula in with some breast milk. And Dory, by the way, at, uh, you know, uh, for, for, uh, for a lady of her uh, tenure on this uh, wonderful planet, uh, is producing quite a bit of milk. So that has actually is not the problem. It's not yeah, the, uh, how the lactation much. consultant was actually quite shocked. Yeah. Um, so it's the latch that's the issue yeah and his efficiency but we're getting there everybody yeah. we're getting there we had a weekend of uh what i would call uh downs and downs um and i you know friday night i slept we took turns i because of the pumping now dory does not have to be there for the first two feeds of the evening it's great for her so there's the the bottle but I'm pumping at like 11 and yeah. 3. So it's like, say. hey, you want to pump? I'll feed. We'll figure this out. So I'm staying out with the baby. 
um, monitor in hand. And honestly, I got to tell you, for someone who's currently supposedly being fed, he's crying more than he should be. Mm -hmm. Your mother is currently feeding the baby. Uh, I air quoted that because we know not what is actually happening in there. True. She could be singing Michael Royer Shore again. She could be. Instead of giving him food. Um, so, uh, yeah, I had... Uh, oh, we didn't even tell him about the time when I was sitting there trying to feed him with the new bottle. And nothing was coming oh, out. God. And he was freaking out. That was... So the same day as the appointment where we were told that he wasn't gaining enough weight and he probably wasn't eating enough... We got these new bottles that are preemie nipples because, um, like, it's supposed to be slower and, and more, more like more a, like a nipple. The work he has to do on door. Yeah. Um. So I had just taken Bo outside, and Matt was feeding Henry for the first time using this new bottle, and I came back in, and Matt was crying. Well, no, I was just staring into deep deep nothingness you and, had tears in your and eyes and then you said what's wrong and i just then i started crying because he was so hungry but he was not getting anything out of this bottle and i was so sad for him because he was really freaking out and i was just like all i want to do is give this child milk but this fancy bottle is preventing it <laughs> so i got very angry at the bottle p.s now he's a pro at the bottle yeah, uh, you know, we have a postpartum doula who's helped us, who has helped us with this uh, whole situation. Yeah. Who showed us how to properly use this bottle, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it is, uh, it's become a situation that is, it's, it's slowly getting better. But that, you know, that feeling, I was just not, never, never had that feeling really. I mean, I've had, you know, like when Bo has been sick, twice he's been sick i felt so bad for Bo. yeah but i felt so so bad for our son who i'm just like sitting i have i have milk in my hand you have a hungry mouth why can't i get this milk into the mouth and it was very sad and i just started crying because i failed the father and as a person but we got it yeah anyway that's where we're at right now. I really cannot understand why he's crying I so much. I can't either. Should one of us go check? What's it's going insane. On? I'm going to go check. Okay. I'll talk to them. It's fine. Uh, so while Dory goes to check on Robbie, um, we, she's singing Michael Royer Motorshore just like I said. This is unbelievable. So she's saying now that she's trying to change him. He's in, here's another thing about him, too. I've gone through... Today I did a... Ch so today he woke up. Uh, and it was like a sort of in-between time. where we weren't, we weren't sure if he's hungry or not. I pick him up and I'm like, oh, you feel a little heavy. I'm going to check your diaper. I check his diaper. Human size shit. I mean, I, it was an insane amount. And uh, his grandmother had just put him down. So I'm very confused by did this happen between times or had it already happened, but she was afraid of waking him. So she didn't watch. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't want to speculate here on the podcast. I'm watching the baby monitor right now, which uh, to, if you uh, this baby monitor has a sort of a decibel gauge on the left. And every time he cries, you know, usually I'll get like, go green and then one red maybe two red just so you know there's only like one led of green and then the rest of the leds are red um currently seeing him pin <laughs> he's pinning it so the levels are out of control i'm really very curious as to what's happening in there this is a brave new world guys this is what the podcast is apparently I mean, I don't mean to say that this is a listen to us raise our child podcast, but this is a world where we're going to have to pause here and there so that we can tend to this young Henry. Um, boy, oh boy, oh boy. He's really having a time in there. I can't see him because, you know, obviously the monitors, uh, the camera's facing the crib. So the crib's empty. I know that. I think the door just opened because I see more light. 
Nope. Green. Red, red, red. Red, red, red. I wonder if you can hear it. You probably can when I level this later. So we've got my uh, father-in-law out in the uh, living room watching The Spy Who Loved Me. I believe it's his sixth James Bond movie since he's been here. Thank God we agree on that. Uh, last night, slept. Uh, I slept out in the... Uh, we did a little bit different. I did a later feed, so I did a midnight feed... And oh, so I, putting them down at like ten o'clock. That was probably nine o'clock. It was very difficult. So we finally got them down, and I told Dory, "Why don't you go to bed? You can pump at eleven, and then you she's she had pumped enough during the day that she didn't need to do a three a.m. pump. At two a.m., I got him. I fed him and put him down." And apparently, I hadn't gone to bed yet. This is the second day in a row that I was up with him until about four. Uh, Dory came out. He was apparently crying at about 4.30 uh, in the morning. And according to Dory, I was sound asleep, dead to the world on the couch while a YouTube video of somebody building an archtop guitar was playing. <laughs> and I don't remember any of this, but um, she came and, and breastfed him at that point. It was uh, crazy. And then it's seven, you know, this whole morning, this Mother's Day situation. So now we have to do that. So I made breakfast. Dory requested brioche French toast. So yesterday I got some brioche bread delivered. And then I made French toast this morning. But then I had to, I realized we're in a situation. Dory still can't walk bow. She's not quite strong enough to hold back the 84-pound dog if he sees a squirrel or another dog he doesn't like. So I'm having the the dog walks. But then I was like, oh, I'm trying to make breakfast and then I have to walk the dog. Bo was so great. Bo has been, by the way, fantastic. My Bo update for you all. Bo loves the kid and is, and is protective, but not overly protective. He has been I would give Bo five out of five paws. I think that's how you rate dogs. Just the paws. Maybe bones. Uh, or if you're Bo, five out of five pieces of cheese. Um, he's really been very sweet. Today, uh, even he, Dory was reading to him for the first time. And uh, he came up on the bed with the two of us and just sat on the day bed um, and just sat uh, between us. And it was very, very sweet. Here's my update on the child right now, guys. I hear nothing. Silence. I see no bump on the decibel meter on that, uh, on the monitor. I believe Dory has this under control. Because in case you're wondering... You're correct. Dory was. Dory is a very good mother. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So that being said, we're going to take a little break, and we will be right back. And by we, I mean hopefully Dory and I together at the same time. We'll be right back. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, 
anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is. That's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. All right, we're back together. I promised that at least one of us would be back. I'm back. And we have both of us, guys. Yep. Dory, I, I described to them the sounds that were happening, the visual on the monitor, which was an empty crib. With a lot of sound happening. So tell us, what was going on in there? Well, I got in mm-hmm. and my mom was, had just finished up changing his diaper. Okay. Which she described as the biggest poop she'd ever seen. I was also saying earlier to our listeners how today I had changed a human sized poop from this baby. Yeah. And that it had been a blowout and. It went through to his pajamas. Wow. So that's, he, a, that's a substantial bit of poop. He needed a pajama change. A blowout. As well. And he was not happy. No, I wouldn't be happy either. Think about it. Yeah. So he was, he was screaming on the changing table. She had already given him a couple ounces of, of milk yeah. at this point. You know, the key thing that I always notice when I go in and your mo- to your mother and, and um, he's cr- screaming is that... Uh, the lights blasting in there. Mm-hmm. His uh, his uh, pacifier, which pacifies him on the changing table most of the time, is always nowhere to be found. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's really something. Um. So. And all the forks are dirty. So I put him in new pajamas. <laughs> yeah. He kept crying pretty hysterically. Yeah, I saw that. Um. Then I picked him up. Mm-hmm. I soothed him. Yeah. Crying got a little softer, a yeah, little, little I, less frequent. This is what I described on the monitor. That was all me. Nicely done. Thanks. There was no doubt, by the way. The audience was on your side. <laughs> then I sat down with him. Mm-hmm. I kind of rocked him. Yeah. Then I gave him the last ounce of milk. Okay. Which he took down like a champ. Good boy. And he, it's good, though. I like to do that change sort of in the middle of mm-hmm, his feet. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. And I think I just finished feeding him when you popped in. Yeah. And he was being put into a very nice uh, striped uh, prison pajama. Mm-hmm. Or boatsman. Yeah. Uh, Rugby stripes. Yeah. So, crisis averted. Crisis We're back averted. together. We are. Sorry just, about that, everyone. I, I described uh, my weekend of uh, trying to do the first two feeds, falling asleep when the baby was crying, being dead to the world. Mm. And you coming to the rescue? I just woke up. Like I think, I think my boobs woke me up. Yeah, you needed to be relieved. I think I needed to be relieved, and I was like, "Oh." Luckily, we had a child at our disposal. So I went out to the living room and I saw Matt sleeping on the couch with the monitor in front of him, and I was like, "Oh, I think, I think our child is actually awake." So was he screaming? No. Oh, okay. he was like fussing. Good. But I it was also about that then. I didn't know exactly when you had last fed him. Right. 
And I was like, well, he probably needs to be fed now anyway. Yeah, this is what time you had you got actually up? fed him a little later than I thought. I got up at 4.30. Yeah, I fed him at like 2. Yeah, so I was like, he could have been fed at midnight. Like, I'm, I don't know. No, I'm not that, I'm not that neglectful yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I just went in and fed him. And then, did I pump? No. Yes? I don't remember. And then I went back to bed. Yeah. And then I went back to bed around 5.45. Then he woke up again at 6.30. You went in and soothed him. I don't even remember doing that. You got very upset and you were like, when am I going to sleep? I can't believe I making you breakfast was, and you got very like agitated about the fact that you had to make me breakfast. No, I didn't get agitated about the fact that making breakfast. I got agitated about the fact that I told your parents to come over early. Mm. I said we would be awake. Come over as early as you can because I'm going to make breakfast. Um, and I knew that I had to get Bo walk. It's like a whole rigmarole yeah. that has to happen. I also explained to them that Bo was very good. He was Bo's very good. It was like five he knew out of five. It was Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Um, he took a late walk with me. He did. You know, I forget what time we went out, but it was like nine thirty or yeah. Later. I was frustrated about not uh, having to cook you. Breakfast. No, I know it wasn't that. It was more like you were overwhelmed. I did because I, I came into do. the. What time did I come into the bedroom? Five forty-five. Five forty-five in the morning. I came into the bedroom, and then the baby. Baby started. woke up at six thirty. Yeah, so I got a good forty-five minutes of knockout but then you sleep. Soothed him. But I was annoyed because I hadn't gotten under the covers. Ah, that was the thing that like killed me. I was like, I haven't even. When do I get to no? When do I get to get into bed? That's what I said. Mm. That's what I said. Um, but then you got him back to sleep pretty quickly, and I then did. he slept till about ten of eight, and you got under the covers. At ten of eight? No, no, no. At when you came back after soothing him at like six thirty-five. Yeah, you got under the covers, and then we slept for another like a little over an hour. Yeah, I had a good hour in there. It was good. Yeah. Look, I think Mother's Day was successful. I do too. We're all still here. Matt asked me what I wanted for breakfast, and I said, really delicious, like, brioche or challah French toast. Well, I already said this to them. Oh. You should have been here, but no. Henry needed you. Sue the crying baby. Uh, anyway, so that sort of brings you up to current day and time. Uh, now, let's talk about you guys. Honey, what's going on in the world of excellent... Oh, I just have one more thing to share. Oh, go ahead. Which is that... I saw my doctor. Oh, yeah. I didn't get to go to that point. I was home with the baby. Yes. Um, because I don't know if you heard earlier, um, but uh, we decided it's probably better if I stayed here with the baby <laughs> and Dory went. And my mom drove me yeah. because I wasn't cleared to drive yet. Mm -hmm. But then after the appointment, I was cleared to drive. So I'm healing fine. Um, I got some silicone scar strips to put on the scar. Nice. Um, yeah, and, and everything. Oh, she did ask me what I was planning on for birth control. And I was did like, did you say hilariously to her fate? Yeah, I said, uh, I don't think that'll be an issue given my age and the fact that my husband has very low sperm count. And then she said, well, what would, how would you feel if you got pregnant? And I said, like we saved $50,000. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not allowed to get pregnant for six months, though. All right, we'll slow our To roll. let my uterus heal. Let's let it heal up. Yeah. Um, what else were we talking about? Oh, that's what we're talking about. That's it. All right, great. We're caught up, everybody. We are caught up. All right, I'm going to kick things off with a little VM. Uh, hello, my name is Ryan, and congratulations on the baby. Uh, I feel like... Uh, you guys have been great uh, to go on this journey with. We just welcomed a daughter into the world on uh, April 14th. Oh, uh, so we were nice. sort of right along with you. I love the pod. And so I stopped the pod. I'm actually driving in my car, so I hope the sound quality is okay. It's great, uh, Because you were talking about getting out and seeing Avengers Endgame, and you didn't know how you would pull it off um, with the newborn. Um I am a huge Marvel fan, and I was confronted with the same idea at one point even offering to pay people money to sit with my wife so I could go watch the movie. Yeah. Um, my wife didn't like that idea. Exactly. So we found a very elegant solution that we would have never thought of. Uh, the drive-in. 
which uh, still exists here in Ohio. We have one right near us. Oh, interesting. Uh, we went to the drive-in Friday night, saw Avengers Endgame, had a full four-hour uh, four experience from start to finish. Jesus Christ. My wife was able to breastfeed in the car. We changed diapers in the car. And, interesting. Um, and enjoyed the movie. Our baby um, fussed a little bit near the end, but nothing too bad. So uh, before I forgot, I just wanted to call, leave a message. I want to run out of time here soon, probably. But uh, I'm sure in L.A. there's a drive-in. Go to the drive-in. You get out. It's way out. And you can still do everything you need to do. It exists. All right. Bye. Where is the drive-in? Uh, down towards uh, Disney. Oh. That's and there's far. another one that's out towards the desert. They're like hour drives, at least. Yeah. So it turns that experience into a six-hour experience. I don't think our son is ready for I that. agree. But I look at... This is the kind of creative thinking I encourage from our listeners. I agree. I've still not seen Avengers Endgame. I'm getting the peace sign from your mother. I don't know if she's peacing out or if she's just giving us the peace sign. She is, has that tendency to just disappear. Um, I uh, So I've tried so hard, guys, to not get things spoiled for me. And it's getting more and more difficult because of the... YouTube thumbnails and recommendations that pop up on my account. And then I was scrolling through Reddit and I saw a thing that then in very tiny letters uh, at the top of the post said spoiler. So I think part of Avengers Endgame got spoiled for me and I was very sad about that and it happened on Thursday. But I haven't seen it yet and I'm not going to even check to see if that was a spoiler. I'm just going to see the movie eventually. That's where we're at. I have a thought in my head now of like, I go I two uh, two two showings. I knock out the first half, and then I knock out the second half. Um, there's also a part of me that's like, why don't I just go after that midnight feeding? <laughs> anyway, um, so thank you, Ryan, for that voicemail. Yeah, thank I you. appreciate any more ideas that come. If anybody out there works for Marvel and can drive uh, to our house with a copy of it that you can then take home with you, please let me know. Okay. All right. This this email is from Melanie. Oh, also, I just want to mention, before I get to... Melanie sent us uh, kind of a, a birth story. A lot of you emailed us with your own birth stories and also your own unplanned C-section stories. So thank you for sending those because... Made me feel a lot less alone. Oh, I hope you. I hope that uh, you're not feeling alone. Continues. Thank you. All right. Um, I know you're very busy, but just wanted to thank you for sharing your birth story. Crazy how many echoes of my own I heard in yours. So it was a bit therapeutic to hear yours. I also had a forty-hour induction for high blood pressure that started on a Monday night and ended Wednesday morning, April eighteenth. 2018 a week uh, a year and a week behind us yep from the i want you to go to the hospital tonight and the surreal feelings in the few hours before you really have to go in to the sleepless first night because the nurse has to keep adjusting your monitors to the blurred memory of what happened when to the unwanted sharing on the part of my coworker, and then the uncooperative cervix my ob described my cervix as an ice block and i could not believe how much those exams and getting that fucking balloon in hurt she also thought she might not get the balloon in, but she prevailed in spite of my writhing in pain. So thank you, Dory, for validating that pain. You are so welcome. <laughs> like you, I wondered if I just had a low pain tolerance, but I've experienced my fair share of pain and digging around for my cervix is right up near the top of lifetime pain experiences. Mm -hmm. Well, that and full-blown Pitocin-driven contractions. And I'm glad you asked for and got a room with a window. I am so sorry that the one thing you hope to avoid, a long induction followed by a C-section, is what ended up happening. I know that was hard on you too, Matt. Enjoy all of those snuggles and that intoxicating newborn baby smell. And of course, each other. Warmest regards, Melanie. That's a good smell, by the way, that baby smell. It is. That little head of his with a little fuzzy head of his. And his like soft baby skin. It's not even fuzzy. It's hair. <laughs> it is fully hair. Um, all right. I'm going to play a voicemail. Hey, Matt and Dory and Henry and Bo. It's <laughs> Ramekin Queer. Oh, uh, as I queer. mentioned, my Ramekin baby has cerebral palsy uh, unrelated to her conception via Ramekin. <laughs> uh, agreed. I do I not think the Ramekin had anything to do with it. Shout out your cord blood donation, Matt. You were like, 
so overwhelmed by how badly they wanted that sweet, sweet cord blood. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to shout out what they're doing with that cord blood. Uh, there's a big trial um, down here at the local university doing infusions with that cord blood and actually even extracting stem cells from um, the placenta and mm-hmm. cord and using it to do infusions with kids who have cerebral palsy cool. and it and autism and it's dramatically increasing their ability to uh, motor plan and uh, originate language and speak. So cool, hopefully that'll nice. be out of child soon and available for all kinds of kids. But uh, that is a really good thing that we're doing with cord blood. And so I just wanted to thank you all for donating and make that mention of um, what is going on behind the scenes with that cord blood. Cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Bye. You know, part of the cord blood thing, too, like when it would go to the bank and there was like all these pamphlets of like, save your kid's cord blood, blah, blah, blah. In the future, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't want to sign my kid up for some sort of Elysium future where he has the cures to the things, but no one else does because his parents happen to be able to pay for it at the time. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Anyway, all of science should advance at the same for everybody. Thank you and good day. Now, if someone could figure out how to clone Bo, let me know. Don't we just have to talk to Barbara Streisand? I think so. Babs. Booby. <laughs> Get at us. <laughs> Hit us up. Um, Give us your clone guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea that, that Will Henry's cord blood is, is going to be helping people. It was it was quite something uh, when I cut that cord. Just the, 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 the sheer uh, spray. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, we got our birth photos back, by the way. I we, don't even think you've seen them. I haven't seen them. I think I did I forward them to you? I don't know. Um, they're very cool, mm. and there's so much of them that I don't remember. Of course, which yeah. is wild. Yeah, of course. It's very weird. I haven't even sh- have I shown I haven't shown you the picture of him when we first when they first first opened the window. No, and you haven't. And he's blue. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah, I'll show you. Um, yes, blue like Loki. Oh, well, maybe when they found him. Oh man, Henry is the god of mischief. Um anyway. Thank you, Ramekin Queer, for that voicemail. Legit thanks. Yeah, legit thanks. All right. This is from Anonymous. Do 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 do. Matt, Dory, Bo, and Henry. Congrats. That's very strange to hear. It is very strange. Bo and Henry kind of go together though, I think, as yeah. names. Yeah. Congrats on your little bundle of poop, pee, spit up, and joy. I mean, the secret thing is that Henry, a nickname for Henry is Harry and Harry Bosch. Come on, guys. Um, all right. Anonymous has an update. She says, I wrote to you several months back asking how to tell a friend with fertility problems that I was pregnant. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry to say I went against your advice, but it worked out great. Oh, well. We announced to each sorry. other and our group of close friends that we were, in fact, both expecting plot twist (laughs) that is a plot twist you didn't tell us that information well she didn't know i see she was also pregnant due one week before me with twins somehow my best friend of over 20 years and i had kept the biggest secret from each other for over 12 weeks let's just say it was a very exciting brunch that must have been that is wild a brunch for the ages the best brunch without mimosas ever Now that I'm about a week from my due date and she has successfully delivered her sweet twin girls at 38 weeks, I find myself up at night wow, worried. 38 weeks twins. Yeah. Wow. Worried about all the little things I don't know and the things I don't know that I don't know. How do new first time mothers know the small things? Example, when you, does tummy time start? You don't. Do you have to warm up pumped milk before you feed the baby? What if baby falls asleep in the stroller on a walk? Is it safe? Each night, a different topic. Do you have any advice on where to look up all these little facts that somehow seem to be common sense to others? Is there an app you have found helpful? I've taken the birthing class, read a couple books, Mm -hmm. tons of blogs, and Googled things I probably shouldn't have, and I still feel like I'm going to miss something important that I should be doing, or worse, not doing. How do you know all of the things? Here are the people you should really listen to in your life uh, regarding the child. Your pediatrician should be probably number one of people you should be listening to uh and the other person i would probably listen to is uh if you had a doula i would contact the doula if you had a uh 
if you have friends who have recently, you know, if they have toddlers or whatever, those are those are great resources. Um, but I would not Google things because I find that everything I Google, I wind up on pages that are every result is like a comment on a post on a something page. Totally. It's like parentnow.net. And I'm like, what is this? So everything I'm looking at on the internet, I am looking to see that it is written by either a doctor, uh, it cites studies, uh, and that uh, the advice makes sense to me also. I have a couple of resources for this person and anyone else. One is the New York Times just launched their new parenting product section. It has tons of articles. It has a newsletter. And they have a whole guide to newborns. Wow. Did they call it umbilical cord cutter to go along with their wire cutter? <laughs> they did not. Oh, well, all right. Missed opportunity. Yeah, I feel like they could have really. Um, so I would check that out. I, I perused it the other day and I found it very interesting and helpful. Um, the other thing is a book that our pediatrician gave to us, which is Your Baby's First Year. It is a paperback. It looks like you can get it on Amazon for $4.85. Bargain. Um, I just, I, I read, I read a bunch of it. I found it to be very helpful. Um, so I know you said you read a couple of books, but this is from, straight from the mouths of the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's a good academy. It's a good academy. They're accredited. Yeah. So um, I would check out that book. Um, but, you don't have to warm up pumped milk if it's at room temperature. Five, five, and five, guys. This is something we were told. It's uh, it's good uh, to be sitting at room temp for five hours. You may put it in the fridge for five days, and you can freeze it for five weeks. I thought you could freeze it. Maybe it's five months. For five months. Especially if you have a deep freeze freezer. There you go. Um, it's weeks or months. I'm going to look that up. Either way. Five, five, five. Easy to remember. Easy to remember. But incredibly hard to get right. Oh, yeah. Five months. Right. And according to this website, up to a year in a deep freezer. Nice. Yeah. So if you're one of those fancy people that has a freezer in your basement, there you go. Yeah. Um, also, if you have thawed breast milk that goes in the fridge it looks like you can keep that for up to 24 hours and you should not refreeze it uh, if you thought it out of the if you freezer. had breast milk in the freezer and you thought it in right. the fridge okay that makes sense yeah i mean it's like when you know henry i think would probably like frozen breast milk because he was frozen for so long mm, interesting i decided that he has the appetite of a of a two and a half year old because that's how old he would be if we Aww. just put him in immediately well then he should be eating solids. Well, I mean, he pro honestly, if you gave him a solid, I bet it would go down. No problem. <laughs> He's a little monster. Um, all right. Should we take a break? Absolutely. It is the correct time to do so, honey. We'll be right back. And then it'll be smooth sailing commercial free from here on out. Be right back. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, everyone. We're back. And we have a special guest. Hopefully he's not going to make too much noise because I'm trying to rock him and do a podcast. Um, Multitasking. It was only a matter of time before this happened to us, honey. It's true. I didn't know that it would be three, like two weeks in. The, two up, three episodes in. Three episodes in. in. Yeah. Um, all right. We will get through. He, he does like it in here sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He likes to be in here. He does look at the guitars. He does. 
This kid, by the way, is like tracking things. His eyes are wide open. He's, he does have a wake time that's like seemingly processing stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting because, again, I think he's actually a two and a half year old <laughs> in an infant's body with an infant speech pattern. Um, all right. So, honey, what's doing out there? Henry wants to know. Well, this is an interesting email from Liz. All right, let's hear it, Liz. She is a Forever 35 listener who wandered over to the Matt and Dory show out of curiosity and says, I'm simultaneously listening to earlier episodes and the most recent. And in the same day, I heard the most recent This Is Our Baby episode and number 49, where you joke about baby names. Did you know that you joked about naming the baby Henry in this old episode? Did not know that. Wow. Henry. Did you know that we had your name in our head, but didn't know we had our name in your head? And then all of a sudden you came along. We were like, "Mm, you look like a Henry. (laughs) And then she says, sometimes I think about doing a podcast with my husband about raising twin toddlers and teenagers at the same time. You guys are my inspiration. That would be, that'd be interesting to hear. Cheers, Liz. And she lives in Houston, Texas in 2,850 square feet. Oh, love it. Four kids. But I don't like your summers. And one wiggly dog. Oh, we got a wiggly baby and a wiggly dog. Yeah. Um, all right. Henry. Henry, you like to do an ad for us? Mm, he doesn't want to do an ad for us. Um, a couple of people had recommendations for you, Matt, about remembering to take your meds. Please, let's hear them. Um, Michelle rep- uh, recommended the app MediSafe. You input all your meds and set reminders, and it can be daily, weekly, or multiple times a day at specific times. Interesting. You then check whether you took the medicine, which helps you see if you missed any doses, or you can snooze until later or skip a dose. That's smart. I should have used that for IVF. Yeah, that's also handy. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, instead of an alarm tone, it makes a noise like a pill bottle rattling. Ah. This always makes me laugh because my husband hears it and says, take your pills, Billy, which he thought was a quote from The Shining. It's actually take your medicine, Danny. (laughs) I like the incorrect quote more. Uh, And Michelle lives in a thousand square foot townhouse in the Australian Capital Territory. Oh, nice. With three bedrooms, one and a half baths, a backyard, two adults, and one greyhound who takes up 99% of the room. So typical of greyhounds, huh? Seriously. Um, And Alex recommended an app called Any.Do. Oh, Henry says no to that app. And also the To-Do List app. Oh, yeah, the To-Do List app. Sure. Sure, To-Do. Take meds. To-Do. Yep. Um, And Alex says the reason he likes the To-Do List app is because you can set a timed reminder... But you also get the benefit of crossing off the task. This is, this is. It's going to be untenable. We'll be right back. Yeah. Hey, everybody. We're back. Dory is in a position I would describe as precarious. Um, she, I'll handle the emails now. Okay. That would be great. Uh, because she is feeding our child. Um, actually, we are done with the emails. Oh, my goodness. We just have uh, our Patreon supporters' names to read. Oh, well, we should probably talk for a little bit longer. About um, about what had happened here. I don't oh, think so. oh, I, don't I think see. We're going to talk for a little oh, longer. Guys, tonight. we wish the podcast was longer, but Henry had other ideas. Um, we appreciate you all so much. It's ridiculous. So much so that we even still, Sunday morning, first thing Dory consciously says to me is, So what time are we going to record? And I said, Oh, yeah, that. Well, we got to do it. And we're doing it. So thanks to everybody who's emailed. Thanks to everybody for supporting us. Our patron Patreon supporters, we're still doing those. They're, you know, extra episodes. So if you didn't feel like you got enough this time, maybe a great time to join and listen to our back catalog, which is just, at this point, enormous. Unwieldy, even. Uh, so if you donate at the $5 level or above, we're going to read your pod- name on the podcast. And thank you for supporting us. So while Dory is feeding, I will... Thank the following people. Diane M. Martin. Oh, Diane. Didn't Diane send us something? Yeah, Andy has to pick it up. <laughs> send it to the Star Trek TNC. That's a Diane, you're too kind. Uh, Carolyn Land, Frederick Roa, Greg Watchhorn, Jennifer H.S., Lauren Gleason, Melody Baltazar, Tara McAlfrish, Tyler Rosewood, uh, Karen Thakershi, uh, Abba N., Alan L., Alec Meredith, 
and Fletcher Babel. Alexis, let uh, I'm going to go with Letkman. Alicia Babisha. <laughs> Love it. Oh, Dory's water just fell. I have picked it up. If she needs it, she'll just wink at me. Uh, Alicia Babisha, of course I left off there. Allison Dean, Alyssa Stokes, Allie Morin, Amy, Amy Giles, Amy Sheeran, or Sharon, I suppose. Andrea McCarroll, Andy Pavlik, Angel Rivera III. All-stars, really. Uh, Angie James, Anne K. Lee, Anne Real, Couple of Anonymous Folk, April Cherry, Ariana Perry, R.T., Arthur Finney, Ashley Cecil Lee, Audrey. Well, you don't need to be on here anymore. I'm cover. I got it covered, honey. You deal with you deal with young Henry. Um. Now I don't even remember where it was. She was giving me the wrap it up sign, and I was like trying to Arthur Finney, Ashley Cecil Lee, Audrey Watson, Aurora, Aurora and Zelda, Becca Foster, Ben, a PhD, Brett Jarrett, Britt S. Baker, Brittany Bonanza, Bruno Masias. CJ, Carly Moore, Carolyn N., Catherine Cook, Kathy Hill, Chinami Worth, Chris Dibel, Christina Turner, Christine M., Christy Mags, Danielle Kohler, Daphne Powers, Darlene, Estrema, Estremaria, Estremaria, what? Estremera. Dory is saying things off mic. Uh, DFI Plums, Edwina, Morgan Bodo, Eleanor Shaw, Elizabeth Gerardo, Emily McNaughton, Erica Brown, Aaron Gudge. Here comes the Gudge. Aaron Turley, Evelyn Schmevelin, Greta Truitt, Hannah Crowder, Heather Nelson, Helen R.B., Hooten Waddle, Jack Woodyard, Jacqueline Griffith, Jane Callahan, Jennifer Sika, Jennifer Floyd, Jennifer Steele, Jess Branch, Jesse Hendricks, Jolene Sigler, Julie Phillips, Kane McCall, Caitlin Young, and Catherine Shimmons. Thank you all so very much. Dory, you're doing a great job being a mom. I'm so proud of you. You've adjusted incredibly well. You're feeding our son out of your bosom like a champion. Uh, your parents, you've also watched them all week. You've really done it all, honey. Thank you all so much. And we will see you all next week. Well, we won't see you, but you'll hear us next week. Leave a voicemail. 416 431 455 one two three four one three four six one baby that's our phone number you can also email us matt and dory gmail or dory and matt at gmail.com if you have any ideas about avengers endgame let me know okay bye guys <laughs>